Retro Hangover supported via Patreon by listeners like you. We'd especially like to thank patrons Lyle McCarns, Ashton Ruby, Randall Quiggle, Tony G, Stunt Still Smash the Milkman, Katie Quigg, Paul Romalo, Raging Demon, JC, Megan Caruso, Mast Keaton, Andrew Laguori, Ozzy Garcia, The Retro Vixen, Adam from The Good, The Bad, and The Backlog, Thunderdome Gaming Society, Keith Gasper, Diskai Mera, Dave Jackson, Eric Guess, Rick Firestone, and Kayla Jackson. Your continued engagement and generous donations are deeply appreciated. Welcome to The Flight, a consumable curation of champions and catastrophes that is considerate of your chronometer. It's me, Chris Copeland, and you are listening to the Retro Hangover Podcast Flight, and as always, I am joined by your host, Shane Dick Dragon Koski. Not as intense. <laughs> See, for, for a second there, I thought I forgot what kind of episode we were on. I was like, this... Are we, is this a mainline episode? What's, what's happening? Just stick it in your mainline and just get high with the flight. Mm. Mm. That wasn't edgy enough, Shane. We need to think of something edgy to say. I don't <laughs> care. There it is. I don't know. Let, yeah, let me, I guess, <clears throat> should we, should we have done this whole episode just in like gravelly white man voice? Whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm gonna fuck this up. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, I mean that's that's totally the edgy kind of attitude to take. You know, you're just like, I don't, I, whatever, man. I don't care. I don't care about anything. I don't care because the the world is a vampire set to drain. That's right. So uh, edge lords, edge lords. There you go. Uh, I, I, I. This is what I'm saying. I don't exactly know what meets the criteria for an edge lord. I know that Shane has been called one. I think I know a couple <laughs> of them. Great. Uh, I'm glad that if that's you want to know why, what we're starting with. Yes. If you want to know why we are talking about edgelords, because our Patreons, Patreons, patrons, they they voted on what topic to talk about for the flight, which you can do too. If you join our Patreon for as little as $1 per month, you can recommend and vote on topics like this topic today, which is edgiest edgelords or top five edgelords or however you want to term this or whatever creative title i happen to put on this in post there you go yes you've read this yes mm-hmm. and you've seen the description that shane has done there you go uh which i've seen sometimes in our speaking of patron i saw one that said shane is drunk on power and i love that i <laughs> i appreciated that episode description okay so do we want to kick this off shane with our top five edgiest boys or girls i don't know can yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Of course, girls, women can be. Yes, the edge lords, edge lords, and or edge ladies. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I have any, unfortunately. Maybe you do, but we'll find out. Uh, so, Shane, how about you kick this one off and tell us your number five? Number five. Well, you know what, Chris? As a matter of fact, there are some edge ladies, and I am starting this list off with one. So there you go. Oh. 
it's I mean, admittedly, the the pantheon of edge lords is decidedly male, I think, um, which I feel like there's something to be said there, but that's a whole other discussion. But uh, I'm, I'm going to kick things off with Piestol from Skies of Arcadia. So huh. she has a bit of a tragic backstory, as they are wont to do, involving things like parent murder, probably fire, uh, things of that nature, which completely shapes her entire personality, uh, which is that uh, she pretty much hates air pirates uh, because she, as we find out mistakenly, believes for her entire life that air pirates, pirates were the results or were rather responsible for the death of her parents, which was actually not true. Uh, and so she becomes the self-proclaimed angel of death, like, like literally her, her weapon of choice is a scythe, which mm. might be a common thread through some of these things. Also, she has a poison dog as a companion and, uh, oh, I should probably mention the, the dominatrix outfit and the blue cyberpunk triple ponytail that she rocks with much confidence and pizzazz. Um, and maybe that her name is literally one letter away from just the word pistol. So pistol. Yeah. We're, we're, we're starting off with that. So if that's our baseline, you can only imagine where this is going to go from here. You know, I had to look that up cause I didn't know who the fuck you're talking about. And I realized that's not my fault. Uh, this character is exclusive to skies of Arcadia legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. So yes, I, I was like, "Who? Who is P.S. Tall?" And then I looked her up. I'm like, "Oh, okay, I get you." <laughs> yep, <laughs> I feel you. All right, for my number five, I I'm gonna I'm cheating because I haven't played the entirety of this series. I'm just gonna say every character from the series because I, I don't know how else to term this. Uh, it's it's Darksiders. <laughs> uh, just all every character, all all the four horsemen. Mark Mark Hamill's like little weird. Uh, companion dude. Every character in Darksiders is edgy as hell. It's supposed to be. It's just supposed to be Edgelord Central. I, I just think I just think it was just too much Edlordiness to put it higher than number five. And like again, I'm cheating. I'm just saying everybody. So everybody gets an honorable mention, even though there's probably some that deserve to be number one, two, three, or four. Just everything in Darksiders. You're all edgy. We get it. Congratulations, you win. But not my pull. But you come close. So that's my number five is just Darksiders. That's and that's yeah. I say that that that's a good pick. I it was that was gonna be on my list as well. So um I, I feel like death kind of takes the cake on that one for I think maybe rather obvious. obvious reasons. <laughs> yes. And no, not Darksiders the Capcom fighting game, because I know this is a retro gaming podcast. Darksiders the God of War Zelda clone. Yes. If that even makes yes, yes. Oh, that's Dark Stalkers. I'm sorry. I'm dumb. <laughs> it's an easy mistake to make. It is. Number four. Okay, moving up the list to number four, we have Albert Wesker from Resident Evil. So Mr. Wesker started out as somewhat less than threatening villain all things considered, but pretty quickly got an edgelord tune up and then just went like full matrix mode complete with like a long black trench coat, 
the thin black sunglasses and the supernatural ability to teleport behind you. But don't worry, it's nothing personal, kid. But seriously, I mean, good Lord, this guy is just like, (laughs) he's just so over the top. And for some reason has this like burning need to have Chris Senpai recognize him. And he never quite gets it. He wants Chris inside him. That that quite literally, yes, that is true. Yes, <laughs> and he he certainly has the villain laugh kind of down to a T. But I mean, if you were to put him side by side with any character from the Matrix, or just like superimpose him into like frames from that movie, if you didn't know any better, you would just assume that he was a character from that series because it's nearly indistinguishable. So. Wesker's going to take my my number four edgelord spot. Good for Wesker. I take mine back about saying there's no edge ladies on this list. No. I am, I'm going to go with Ivy from the Soul Calibur series mm. because just look at her. She has a whip. She's, she's wearing like skimpy clothing. She's total goth girl, man. She is like ideal goth girl. She can step on me any day. Uh, <laughs> she is fantastic as an edge lady and she'd probably kill me. And she totally looks like she is just, I don't know, not up for anything except just whooping your ass. And you know what? She can whoop my ass. That's fine. I am okay with that. So I'm going to go with Ivy from Soul Calibur. Number three. Okay. Well, we are quickly approaching the midway point here. And truth be told, like, this character probably could have been higher on the list, but I have personal reasons mostly for the, for the final two. So we're going to give number three to Reaper from Overwatch. Good Lord. So, you know, a lot of the time, if you're talking about whether or not somebody is an edge Lord, you, you can just find out if they main Reaper and Overwatch, and that'll probably give you your answer. This character dual wields shotguns, steps through the shadows in a teleporting kind of fashion, wears a full ass hood and a skull mask and says cringy shit like time to kill and death walks among you and other just fantastic lines like that. He's so self-serious and just peak edge that I have to assume that the development team like knew what they were doing with that because it's just so on the nose that it, it can't be accidental. But uh, who boy, yeah. If you wanna, oh, and I didn't even mention like potentially the coolest part, right? Like he is too cool to do something as just pedestrian as reloading his guns. Oh no, no no, he just tosses those fuckers aside and pulls two completely new shotguns just out of the void, out of nowhere, Me too. every time he needs to reload. He won't reload a gun. He'll just find new ones. I still need to play Overwatch. I have not, I've never touched that game. Well, apparently you should stay away from Overwatch 2. So I've heard. Oh, I've heard that too. I've heard that too. Okay, my next one is probably going to be a little bit of a popular one. Uh, so I'm going to go down the list of things that I think makes him an edgelord. Mommy Issues, yes. Has a long black trench coat, yes. Has perfect hair, but claims to probably never do anything with it, yes. 
carries a big giant weapon and everyone thinks he's cool even though he's kind of a little bitch. Yes. It's Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> he is my number three edgelord because how could he not be? All he does is just complain about how he needs to go back to planet and how no one loves him and how him and his mom are going to take over the world and like he's going to summon a meteor to kill all of you and how you're nothing but a puppet through his like mom Gen Genova again. Like he is just an annoying little shit that thinks he's so cool. And the worst part is, is that everyone else thinks he's cool when they really know he's not because they haven't talked to him in so long that when they go back and they realize who they were hanging out with back in like 1997, they're like, oh, God, man. Oh, you know what? Oh, that was cool back then. But today, I, I think you need to chill out, dude. That's Sephiroth. Number two. Well, you know what's interesting, Chris? Yes. My number two pick. Ooh. He has a... Uh, he has some things going for him. So, uh, black long coat, check. Oh, check. Long white anime hair, check. Oh. Uh -oh. Ludicrously long katana blade, check. Ooh. Speaks almost entirely in heavy-handed metaphor and symbolism, check. Oh. Oh. Literally considers himself a one-winged fallen angel, also check. That's right, it's also Sephiroth. <laughs> Hooray! I thought you were going to say Ansem. No, although that is a really good pick. Uh, but <laughs> but no, no, it's Sephiroth. Because how how could I not? Like I, you know what? I almost made this like a tandem pick and just put Cloud in there with him because anytime the oh, two yeah. of them are together, it's just like a cringe off. And uh, I'm not sure who's really the winner in that scenario. But uh, yeah, man. Like, listen. I can, I think we can all agree that like 14 year old us thought that he was just like the coolest thing. The coolest. While we sat there in our corn t-shirts. But I mean like. My chemical romance. There you go. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. come on. Like it's, it's so, it's just so over the top. I, uh, and I think what, you know, I think what really makes these, these top tier edgelords is kind of what I said a little bit about Reaper, which is like that they're just so self-serious. Like it's one thing if they're self-aware because then it's like, oh, okay, this is like, he knows he's crazy. But there's there's none of that here with Sephiroth. Like he wholeheartedly believes in what he is. Poor Sephiroth, not really. Need to give him, need to give him some country music. <laughs> he has his Shaped own choir. He does. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Okay, my number two is is from the same series. Uh, it's not Cloud, though, uh, but you could say he's very closely related. And this one hurts, too, because I empathize with and relate to this character probably more than I should. Uh, but he's totally lame, and he sucks, and he's, like you said, self-serious. Also has parent issues. Mostly big sister issues. Stepsister issues. Oh. Which, that's, I don't I don't relate to that. But the other things, yes, I can relate to. And that is Squall. Ah. Squall is, he's also a little bitch until he's not. But at least I can understand why. Because everyone around him just kind of sucks. 
and they rely on him to do everything. He's just kind of like, you all suck, but he doesn't say it. He just says, whatever, or I'm too cool for this. You know, he, very self-serious, always like trying to be the professional to like the very end. And then he just, he, he's still lame, but like, at least they make him take responsibility. He's like the edgelord fantasy, man. He's the edgelord power fantasy about someone who just like doesn't care. And then one day they're like, oh, you're so cool. Here's all this power. And he's like, I can't do anything. And then you save the world. He is the edgelord power fantasy. So I think he qualifies as number two. Squall is a fantastic edgelord. There you go. For a moment there, I thought you were going to say Vincent. <sighs> yeah, I should have included Vincent. Vincent is... <laughs> I, just, he's not on my list. There's, just but, so, there's so many to choose from from that series. <laughs> just in Final Fantasy. Yep. <laughs> Sakaguchi, what is wrong with... Is, uh, Sakaguchi's an edgelord. He has to be an edgelord. There you go. Number one. He's smoking... I saw, I saw like, a development about how they just were, like, smoking cigarettes and pounding beers and probably, like, whatever, man. Just, oh, so cool. I love the color black. Nomura, you're, you're fire, man. I want to see more of your designs. That's probably how Final Fantasy tend to happen or something. No, no, that's too happy. Uh, that's, <laughs> that is how George and Cerberus happened. They all just got, like, high on opium and just made it. Number one. All right. Well, here we are. Number one. The 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 number one place that I just don't want to be is with mm. this character, and that is Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes! <laughs> because, like, goddamn. I mean, do I even need to say anything about this? Like, at least with some of the other characters, you can maybe give them a little bit of a pass. But shadow the hedgehog man like there's nothing redeemable about this character i don't understand why there are actually people that like him like he's the nega sonic right but he like he carries around a machine gun and rides a motorcycle for some reason because he can run as fast as sonic so a motorcycle is like objectively slower which means he's literally doing it just for the cool factor i just Oh my god. It's like the cringiest edgelord character and just the fact that he even got his own game which is a whole nightmare of early 2000s like Mountain Dew advertisement in itself. But yeah man, Shadow the Hedgehog sucks and he's he's my number one edgelord. So as you can tell by my reaction, I'm just going to say he's my number one, too. Here's how this goes. Shadow Shadow made my number one. So, look, he was at least tolerable in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And when I say tolerable, I, I understand that your tolerance may vary. He may not be tolerable to you. I understand that. But then they gave him his own game. And as Shane said, you gave him guns and a motorcycle. <laughs> Why does a hedgehog need guns? Because he's extreme. Like, <laughs> No character in the Sonic series has guns. None of them. I understand Robotnik technically does, kind of, but I don't I don't even think he used guns and like maybe energy blast, but not guns. Like why does he have guns? He's not even American. Well, I guess he is American cuz Sonic kind of moved over. Anyway, like why what are you doing? Well, and it's so and, it's, and he's the, amazing. The kicker to that too is like if you if you look at like I think it was the intro cinematic, I think is what it is for Shadow the Hedgehog, 
when he's like, you have that like below shot of him standing on like a cliff edge or whatever, and he whips out the machine gun. Yeah. He cocks the machine gun. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like a shotgun. <laughs> so he's not even accurate. Like, <laughs> like he doesn't even know how to use the weapon. It's literally just there to make him look badass. <laughs> it's my automatic pump action shotgun. It's just terrible. Oh my god. Such a terrible character. <laughs> he's awesome. No, he's he's amazing. <laughs> we need more shadows. He's like he's like if you could condense the essence of a hot topic store. That's <laughs> that is what you would get. <laughs> I need that that would mean if I was like 16, get me a shadow furry suit. There you go. <laughs> Cuz I lived at Hot Topic, bro. That was my place. <laughs> That was my house, especially I, I didn't stop going to Hot Topic until I was like 25. I mean, truth be told, I, I still can occasionally sw swing in there for a few things. They've, they've got some things, but uh, also Hot Topic. This OK, the end of this episode is now just going to be a retrospective on Hot Topic. There you go, um, which is time. apropos, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man, like Hot Topic has changed over the years. Like it, I think. Hot Topic and Spencer's have almost become indistinguishable from one another. Well, like, you know, yeah. And like Hot Topic didn't used to be super anime, if I remember. No. Like it was it was more like your your like, I guess I want to say like underground edgy bands, but they were really mainstream. We all knew it. And it was like the nonconformist conformist shop. Yeah, pretty much. It was like, well, that's why they call it mall goth. It's because it's like. It's it's dipping your toe into an alternate scene without actually really committing that much to it. Also, right. I mean, if it gives you any idea, maybe this maybe this is harkening back to why some people called me an edge lord, <laughs> probably with good reason. But uh, back back in the day when I was a when I was a scene kid, that was how we knew when a band that we liked like sold out was as soon as we started seeing their merch at Hot Topic, we were like. Fuck those posers. And that was that was the end of that. Oh. That I wasn't that into the scene. I was one of those people like, oh cool, a cool and biscuit shirt. <laughs> I too would do it all for the nookie. Fred Durst understands me. He does. And that's why I moved to Jacksonville. Because I wanted that nookie. Because <laughs> you wanted to take it to the Matthews Bridge. I did. When I joined the Navy, they were like, you can go to Jacksonville. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, you were like, I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, okay. I suppose we should probably wrap this up because this episode is going to become an edge lord on this list here soon if we don't stop. So, <laughs> edge lord anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get like a we're gonna get a suggestion for top edgiest retro hangover episodes. I can just I feel it. It's going to be, no, we're going to get like a, a recommendation for an advertiser in an inbox for a smooth my balls gun edition. Like it just comes with guns too. <laughs> it's just a razor shaped like a gun. Yes. Shit. It's why has nobody razor. done that yet? You should, you, it could be like a gun blade. Oh my God. Yes. Patriotic razors. <laughs> Here we go. No. Gun, gun blade razor. You're right. Gun blade razor. Yeah, that's what I mean. Exactly. Oh my God. Yes, that's awesome. Perfect opportunity. 
<laughs> so many people are going to cut their throats. <laughs> Let's we, not do that. We do not recommend this. <laughs> Don't cut your throat. Oh, oh God. We're going to get sued. All right. Well, anyway, uh, there you have it. The the top edgelords as chosen by your own self-identified edgelords. Um, I would like to believe of your, but I think I know better that there's still a little bit of edge in Deep all of inside. us. So Deep down inside. So anyway, we hope you enjoyed this. Um, I think actually this one and the 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 other one um, that was part of this same patron poll. Uh, it's we're we're kind of on a little bit of a run here on on ragging on things. So. Hopefully you like that kind of content. I mean, at least some of you do. You friggin' voted for it. So if you would like to also vote for that, as Chris mentioned earlier, you can join the Patreon uh, for as little as a dollar a month, and you too can contribute to uh, choosing these episode topics. And uh, you can find that, as well as all the other stuff, at linktree slash retro hangover. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash retro hangover. And uh, check check out our stuff, whether it is the merch store or our socials or the YouTube channel or the the Twitch streams. It's all it's all there, just just waiting for you. Uh, so, Chris, is there anything else you would like to add? Did you just do another Limp Biscuit thing by going check check out check out the? Did you do that? <laughs> check check out check out the melody. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't have anything. Okay. Well, that was officially way too many Limp Biscuit references for, well, there are never too many. Anything. So, <laughs> no. I guess, uh, I guess with all of that being said, until next time, three jalapeno joysticks. <laughs> That's awful.